We are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Brother J, Brother J, Brother J. Glad to be happy for. Happy Glad to be thankful good. for. Yes, sir. It's the season happy of Thanksgiving, days. brother. Happy days are here again, <laughs> brother Jay. <laughs> I feel like we had a part to do with it, brother Jay. Listen, I'm taking credit. I'm taking credit. <laughs> listen, it took the village. And I think the beauty about this whole entire thing, uh, this moment that we are turning into a movement, was that the energy from the village in Detroit, the energy from the village in Cal County and Atlanta, the village, right? And all of these places that they didn't think we had people of value and substance flip this thing. And we have a new president elect and 45. This is the season finale of this horrible ass TV show that we've been watching. The worst show known to mankind. Listen, I cannot wait until that day. I don't, you know, I don't really celebrate anyone's demise. And so I want to be clear, you know, for our listeners that I'm not celebrating the misfortune of anybody. But what I am celebrating is the fortune of everybody. And, and we are on our way. We are on our way. I think that um, this season of Thanksgiving, knowing that we are in the COVID situation, 2020 has caused us to reevaluate how we celebrate. But I'm, I, when they announced it, that we had a new president elect and a new vice president elect. That's all I'm asking for 2020. You don't owe me nothing else. You don't owe me nothing else. You say you good. I'm good, man. Could have been. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you don't owe me nothing else. 2020. I just, you know, if you just chill out, let 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 this let's sizzle down a little bit. You ain't got to. Don't do nothing else. <laughs> don't do nothing else, don't man. Do the, you the 45 tight though, man. 45 don't even want to admit that he took that L, man. And that's perfectly fine. I don't need him to admit it. I just need him to acknowledge, right? You don't have to admit it. Just acknowledge that the person that is your opponent uh, got more votes than you, and five million more votes to be exact. You know, but you know, there's still, and you know, there's a lot of a uh, lot of counties and states that are recounting and doing this whole recount thing. But listen, at the end of the day, all I know is 270 was obtained by the Democratic candidate or nominee. And we have 46 pending. Ah. Dude. Atlanta, man. Detroit. I gotta, hey, Atlanta and Detroit and Philly. Phil, come on, Philly? Atlanta, Detroit, and Philly, man. Carry the whole entire state. Think about that. The whole thing came down to Atlanta, Detroit, and Philly. And I think this is the this is the part where 
people don't understand that your vote actually does matter. And we got to see this. They said that it was a record number of individuals that came out to vote. Never has this percentage of the population come out to voice um, their on stance. Both, on both sides, too. On both sides. On the, both the, sides, you know, which is good. That's good for our democracy. Right. You know? But but now we have individuals trying to threaten the democracy because it didn't turn out into the way they were thinking. But I all ultimately, I honestly believe that they knew that it wasn't going to go in their favor when they said, this is what we're going to do. I'm running again. When when they stated that, when that person who lost said that... <laughs> He want to run it back like a spades game. Yeah, like, oh, let's go do, <laughs> do this again. No, no, no. Nah, it's, a, it's a wrap, man. It's, it's done. It's called, it's called election day, not election election season, post-election yeah. post, post day. Get, 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 this ain't no rematch. Get your shit and go. This ain't no game of horse. We going to run it back? No, no, no. And, and so I believe that they knew once those words came out of their mouth that I am running for re-election, I think everyone knew like this is the dumb idea. And now look at us. You, he, they are firing people in different divisions and cabinets and putting in people who are loyal to him as if that's going to roll the tide back and tear down that blue wall. And I said, well, Donald, you wanted a wall. You just didn't know it was going to be blue. Man, he gonna be like the he gonna be like the first president ever to to pardon himself on <laughs> leaving the White House. <laughs> like his name gonna be on that joint. I guarantee it. He gonna part. He gonna try to pardon himself, man. From federal, he can pardon himself, yeah. but not from state. Yeah, yeah. He and he got man. He got a gang of cases out, man. He got he got cases cases out like Gucci Man and and '06, man. <laughs> Uh, you got a case for everything. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I just want to see on the 20th of January in the year of our Lord and Savior, 2021, at 12.01 p.m., because by 12 p.m., the sitting president, right, has to be, the, the newly elected president has to be inaugurated and installed or sworn in by noon on the 20th. And I pray to the God that be that at 12.01, somebody <laughs> got some shiny bracelets and they escort him out of there. I just what I need. That's what I need. I you know how black people always say we need closure. That's why we go to the wake and the viewing when mm -hmm. someone dies. Because I, I just need closure. That's the closure <laughs> I'm going to need. And they close that prison van door. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's what I'm going to need to see. That would be reparations for me. Man, well, That's I still, partial, I still partial, want, partial. I still want my forty acres. Yeah. I still want my forty yeah. acres. I need I, two mules now, though. I, I thought very, there, there it is. Yeah, there it is. I need two of them. I thought I, about that as soon as I said it. I was like, oh no, I, nah, I still want it. I still want my forty acres, man. But I will tell, I will gladly, uh, gladly get my popcorn ready. 
and, and watched it and watched two men in a truck pull up to 1600. Gonna take his gonna take his stuff back to wherever. Man, I don't think I don't think his wife going with him. I don't think his wife going with him. I think she's looking at this as an opportunity to free herself. If she was smart, she would have escaped over at, in midnight. <laughs> <laughs> she was smart. I'm excited. It was a moment of like I think majority of the nation and predominantly people of color, the ones that did not vote for Trump. Uh, I think everyone was able to take an exhale at that moment. And black women, black women saved America like like the Avengers. They, but this <laughs> yeah. isn't the first time. No, black black women, black women, black women saved uh, saved America like the Justice League, man. Like straight up, man. Black women, and then they, they then they had to be the blackest of the black women too, man. They they had to be the black women that. Well, HBCU graduates, man. It's like it's like it's like uh Howard, Howard, Fam, you and Spellman. They just joined together like Voltron, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Like Voltron. You had Stacey Abrams, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, and then uh Vice President Elect Kamala Harris just joining forces, man. Like like superheroes, just bad, man. And then then you know there was Simone. Oh, the uh advisor, senior advisor to the Biden campaign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she and she and she got the Caesar, she got the Caesar cut, man. She knows she a bad one, man. Looking yeah. like she she's straight out of Wakanda, man. She just running things. She running everything. It was dope, like for real, man. Like black women, like really pulled some superhero shit, man. For real, <laughs> like we got a lot to be thankful for. Is the season to be grateful, bro? And I I am excited. Um, even with this pandemic, even with states beginning to shut back down, you know, we still have a glimmer of hope. Um, and I'm praying that the 46th administration, um, their plan to get this coronavirus under the hand, I pray that it it is effective, it is, it is efficient. Um, and it, it, it doesn't take long because <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. And we just need somebody that's serious, you know, like serious about the whole ordeal. Like I was listening today and people really recommending like, yo, if you don't have if you don't live in the same, you know, same household with your family, like, yo, people need to put Thanksgiving to the on the back burner in terms of like how we traditionally uh, will celebrate Thanksgiving. Because it's gonna be that bad, man. And I, you know, my hope is that people just take things seriously, man. And I, I get it. Everybody got cabin fever, and everybody kind of tired of being told what to do. But if we could just suck it up for a little while longer, man, to get through this stuff, you know, it's a temporary inconvenience, man, yeah. for, a, for a permanent improvement. And I think once again, if you think of other people outside of yourself and see the bigger picture i think we're gonna be all right i hope so man i hope so but i'm i'm glad that uh folks at least five million more folks had a little bit more sense <laughs> you know they, they weren't uber rich because i get it i see why a lot of the a lot of especially a lot of the hip hoppers were supporting supporting them because you know 
they were they were they were closet Republicans anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm I I'm confused by the individuals who are saying that um, they're supporting this current administration and saying that they're not accepting Joe Biden as the president-elect. Like the GSA has not accepted the confirmation of the votes. And so the transition team is not able to do what a transition team is supposed to do. By now, the, the new um, newly um, nominated vice president, uh, president-elect and vice president-elect, they should have been in the White House by now, right? That tour, the traditional tour, the traditional sit down with the outgoing president and the incoming president, like none of this is happening. And so if you look at it, Tradition is being eradicated from the most powerful place on earth. Where where we are looked upon as a beacon of hope and light because of that tradition. Like that's what America and is about, the peaceful transfer of power. That part. It's a tradition. Like it's what we do. Even if we don't agree, like this is what we do. And the public has a right to know that we are upholding traditions and we're gonna do what is set up for us to do. And I think it speaks power to, to this moment as um, President-elect Biden has received numerous, numerous messages from other nations and other countries congratulating him on this. <laughs> so <And> Republican senators. <laughs> yeah. But the sad part is he can't even get those messages because the... Um, Secretary of State has blocked it. But that does speak volumes to know that other countries like who have been silent for the last four years are extending and are excited for this new birth of a nation. See what I did there? I saw, I saw, I saw what you did there, man. I look at it like this. It's kind of like, yo, where the kids the kids knew they they uh their mama last boyfriend was trash, and so they hype about the new one. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, oh, he got a car and a job, <laughs> and, and and no criminal record. <laughs> Y'all right with me? The, the kids hype. You know, when the kids hype, when the kids hype, that mean that mean your mama made she made a good choice, man. When the kids hype, for now, for, for now. now, you know. But but. I'm, I am curious to see who he puts on his cabinet. I was already reading some stuff. There's some speculation that Mayor Bottoms is going to be invited to sit on the president's cabinet. Um, and the COVID-19 relief team, right? Very diverse. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. that one team had more diversity than 45's entire presidential um, tenure. He haven't said anything about COVID since the election, man. He, he, he. <laughs> I think, I think he, he not even will give us two weeks. <laughs> I don't think forty five will give us two weeks, man. I, I think, know. He, I think he will just be like, "All right, I'm out." He's probably gonna say, "Y'all niggas need to run me my money back from these stimulus yeah. checks. Run me my, run me my coin." I'm the greatest, the greatest president ever for black people, <laughs> or at least second best to Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and I and evidently there was still some black people that believed that that voted for him. 
A lot of black people, man. It was mostly black men. Why is that, brother Jay? Why you think? Why you? Because I, I I got my own hypothesis, but what? Why you think, man? At first, I was saying, okay, maybe it's the individuals that make over four hundred thousand and this tax cut, they don't want it. But I'm just like, damn. You would rather deal with a racist, an individual whose whose administration has provoked the the good old boys to come out of hiding and remove your sheets and your mask and go out in the streets and do your hunting like you typically would do like in broad daylight like you you're okay with that as long as they don't touch your mighty dollar i don't know man it's just it i know several people who voted for trump and was they was they making more than four hundred thousand no Oh, cause I know black. Like, I know a lot of people that I'm sure voted for them. They won't make it nowhere near four hundred thousand, man. If they were making forty, I'd be right. surprised. But right. <laughs> um, and I just, but now it, it, going back to the young brother from what was it, two two thousand nineteen, when he said it's it's above me now. I I can't comprehend, and it's not for me to comprehend why. Right, the old school song said, "To each his own." That's my philosophy. I don't know what's right for you and you don't know what's right for me. And so I don't even care who you voted for at this point. At this point, as long as you voted, cool. But once you made it, made it known who you voted for, I don't even, you know, I used to question, like, damn, this person voted for this, blah, blah, blah. And then I start to question our relationship. But, you know, I've cut so many people off. Like, I don't even, I don't even have to question anyone's relationship now because, hell, my circle, circle is real small. I think I think some brothers voted for him because they really voted for Don King. They wanted they wanted they wanted Don Trump to look to be like Don King. And 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 Don Don Trump got a lot of his style from Don King. You know, like the only in America, the loud hair, you know, I'm 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 for I'm for all Americans and this is the land of the land where you can Come from anywhere and create something of yourself and, and make something of yourself. And I think like Don Trump have a lot of hip hop elements, but for some reason, man, um, the, the 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 folks in hip hop that you know have a voice that supported him, I think they sold their people out for real, man. Like, but they didn't say it. They didn't want to say it. They didn't want to say I support him because he 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 got more in common with folks like me because. I'm making way more than 400,000 a year. And, and my livelihood is way more important than the masses. Yeah, I really I, do. And I think it's, I think it's sad, but you know, but a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, nonsense in hip hop, like Donald Trump is the epitome of it. You know, like the disrespectful, disrespecting women and then black men that supporting him, like, co-signing that shit and i guess that's what i got a problem with yeah i i i I can see that and i think i am at the point where i am just just go do your thing over there (laughs) like but that has it has encouraged me to start to have more conversations about local activism and how people can get involved and so um a lot of my former students hit me up inquiring trying to find like do I have any ideas or 
know anyone that I can contact so I can get involved in the local community, right? And it's like, what are some things that I can start doing so that I can start to give back? And so if nothing else, it has created a wave of consciousness for um, the younger generation who we assumed was disconnected. Um, but in order to be disconnected, there has to be some type of action on your fault, on your part. And so you can't be disconnected if you never were connected to begin with. True. And so figuring out where that comes from, but seeing seeing that wave of consciousness was was good. But yo, listen, enough about all that. You just celebrated your 60th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you just add did you just add another 20 years to me already, man? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You just celebrated your 40th trip uh, <laughs> around the sun. Like you were about to take off and launch into your fourth decade. Brother, how does it feel? Man, it's ill. This is ill, right? Because uh, Brother Mike had hit me up, wished me happy birthday and everything. And he, um, he, was, he was saying, yo, how does it feel to be an OG officially now, right? And I told him, I said, the only way to really describe it is it's almost like, you know, I took the blue pill and I'm out of the matrix. <laughs> you know, because because I, I listen to, and no offense, Brother Jay, but I listen to some, I listen to certain people in their 30s and they mm -hmm. might be like on the, on the earlier side of their 30s mm -hmm. and they got all these plans and they got this checkbox and they have these ambitions. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. Cause I used to be like that in my twenties, right? But then life started to happen in my thirties. And so like your check boxes kind of go out the window. But what I'm noticing is that like, man, when you hit 40, it, it's almost like you've seen partially what's behind the curtain. And then you, you, you know what people either celebrate or what people, uh, what people celebrate and then what people kind of uh, tolerate, you mm. know, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit, man. And I think, I think it's bullshit because um, I feel good because I, I've lived enough and had enough experiences, good or bad, good and bad, where I can just like call bullshit on a lot of stuff. Right. And, 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 and be able to give people some game and some guidance just because I've been there and done it, man. And I, and it's funny because I, I sound like my, my, my mother and my grandparents or whatever, because, you know, you, 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 you'll live and you'll experience eventually. But, you know, when your when your parents and stuff tell you that when you're younger, you're like, ah, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, well, you, you, you know, you'll experience you. You'll experience, you'll, 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 fig you'll figure it out, but you got some more living to do. And when you're younger, you think like that time never happens. It'll never happen, but it does. And, it's, and it happens when you're 40. <laughs> because, because you've, you've lived through adolescence and, you know, you've been an adult for a while now. And, uh, you know, when you hit 40, you, you fall in, well, hopefully you've fallen enough and bruise yourself enough where you know how to land appropriately or, or avoid certain pathways so that you won't fall. Um, like the, it's the on the job training that finally meshes with like the formal education 
and experience. Like it's it, all of the stars align when you hit 40. And it's something, brother Jada, it just happens. It's not like playing. It's like, oh, I've lived long enough that I know what not to do. And I know what my limitations and my boundaries are. And but but when you're 40, you have the choice to try to push the boundary. Or, you know, you, you sit back and you say you, that's something that, you, you know, might not be your cup of tea, but you have enough expertise under your belt that you know how you want to push the boundaries of your life for the next 10 years or the next 20 years or, or 30 years. And it's dope because you, you, you're young enough to have some energy behind it, but you're old enough to be a little wiser and, you know, not, not to make the same crazy ass mistakes that maybe you would have made or, or takes unnecessary risk that maybe you would have taken when you were in your, you, you were 30 or 32 or even 35 to some degree. And that shit is dope, man. Cause I never thought in my life I would get to this lane. Well, you know, huh. every, every, everybody has a social media account, man. You don't have to like everything. You don't have to, you don't have to share every meme, right? Or, or <laughs> You know, you don't have to share every meme, man. It's not a, it's not a lot of pressure. Like, yo, if you, if if you're divorced or if you, if you even just single, you never been married when you're forty. Like, I get it. There might be certain pressure, but it'll be okay. Cause if if you if you're not married and maybe you don't have any kids, and hopefully you got a little more disposable income under your belt. Like, like, look, like the glasses, the glasses always have full when you 40, man. Cause you, you lived, you live long enough to know when the glass is really empty and mm. when the glass is right, really, really full. And if you That's have good. those two kinds, that, that, those, that, those two levels of context, then the glass will always be half full because you, you've seen both sides of the coin. Like you don't see, you don't see like what's behind the curtain when you're 30. Like you still got a lot of hope, and sometimes you gotta. Sometimes it's, you're you're naive as well. Mm. You're naive because you're thinking, all right, if you you know if you if you if you're married and you have a good job and you own a crib and maybe you have a kid and you have all this stuff under your belt by the say say by the time you're 33, a lot of people look like that's success, and that's it could be for some, but man, if if the work behind it <laughs> to maintain it gonna stress you out then it, that's not really success see the, see you learn that when you 40 man because <laughs> it's you, almost like you know what not to do now what if, if you could talk to younger kevin being 40 year old kevin right now like what what are three things you would you would tell young kev dude take chances take take more risk Take more risk, man. Take more risk um, just because you you have an opportunity to bounce back if, if it doesn't fall your way. You got a greater opportunity to bounce back when you're younger versus, you know, if you if you if you say you can wait till your late 30s to take certain risk, you you might have been more adept to uh, bounce back from the risk if you had taken that same risk in your 20s. But for whatever reason, you were scared or didn't have the confidence. And a lot of times, Brother Jay, and in our professions, and I would just say as men of color that 
uh, in, in different industries and have degrees and are trying to be the best professionals that they can be. You know, a lot of times we have imposter, imposter syndrome mm -hmm. and it's because of that fear of not belonging that we, we sometimes fall back and say, you know what, I might not, I might be more risk adverse than what I need to be, but you know, closed mouths don't get fed, man. Take the risk. And so I would tell my younger self, especially like when I was 22, 23, 24, maybe, you know, if there was a job that I knew was going to be uh, aligned with me put making more money down the line or uh, it was an organization that maybe I, I wanted to be a part of, but for whatever reason, maybe I, I thought I couldn't cut the mustard or it was a grad program or something like that, that I'm just like, man, I didn't want to take the risk to move cross country and, and, and dedicate two years of my life to, you know, academics. Like, man, yo, two years is nothing when you're 20. Two years is nothing when you're in your early 30s. Take the risk. So, you know, the first thing, definitely, I would say take the risk, man. The second thing, man, it's like um, the value, my, my, my true value, the true value that I have in my life right now, bro, is through my relationships. It's through my relationships, man. And, you know, you can never get you can never be a success in any industry or if you start a business or um, raising a family even, you can never be a success on an island and all alone. And for whatever reason, I think we grow up in kind of this uh, individual contributor society where, you know, you, you, you are the, the superhero. You are Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. You never pass the ball. You will always hit the winning shot. And the people that can do that on a consistent basis, they're winners. Everybody else that needs somebody to get ahead, they're losers. And I think society has brainwashed us in thinking that way. Because, you know, all of this success and achievements that I've had in my life, somebody else has, have, has helped get me there. And you can't get anywhere by yourself, man. Anywhere, even even when you're in your, your your 20s, when you're in your 30s, and I'm 40 years old, I'm still looking for a mentor. That's crazy, but but you need mentors and you need sponsors to to to, to give you access or continue to give you access to rooms that you might not have the skill set to get in on your own accord. So you always need somebody to to help lift you up. That's why the village is important, man. And I think. Um, I would tell my younger self to, you know, you're good at creating and cultivating relationships, but that is your natural strength. I need you to put more of an effort into developing more relationships. Mm, that's good. You know, to, to develop more relationships. And it's just not a coincidence that your path crosses different people. Like you have to make an investment in it. And, and that's really what I've learned as a, a talent of mine that I may not have had the confidence to say when I was in my twenties or early thirties that, yo, I'm dope at making relationships. I'm dope at making friends, man. A lot of people can't say that. And a lot of people don't think that that's a skill set. but I remember uh, I went to a men's conference back in October and uh, the pastor was saying, you know, we have, as men, we have to protect our gifts 
like the gifts that, especially the gifts that we, we, we leverage to build our communities. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you know which gifts you should protect? And uh, he told me, he said, well, you know, what, what is it that you uh, bring to a room that doesn't exist prior to you coming into the room? And what is it that leaves the room when you exit that room? I'm like, well, damn, you know, it's not a technical acumen. I, I was trying to figure it out because, you know, I, to, to, to say, you know what, I'm dope, man. If I enter the room, the room is much, is, is that much doper. That's, that's kind of conceited or arrogant. That's like arrogance, right? But it's, it's more so, yo, I, I, I'm a, I'm a vibe architect, if you will, brother Jay. Nice. I'm a vibe architect, man. I'm a connoisseur of positive vibes. And that's what I bring to the room, but it's, it's, it's my way and my ability to connect with others and, and identify commonalities and uh, identify similar interests. Like that's the strength of mine. Like my ability to win others over. That's a, that's a, that woo shit. That's a legit strength finders. Like, look it up. It's a, I took the exam. Look that shit up. <laughs> it's called woo. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, I'm like the Wu Tang clan of this shit, man. <laughs> you know, winning others over and, and, and that's your strength. So I would tell my younger stuff like, yo man, Fuck what you fuck what you don't think you're good at. You're good at a lot of shit. Invest in that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna take a risk, put your eggs in, in the same basket when it comes to your strength, because you'll never let yourself down. And and it's good. Like you need to the way you cultivate skill sets and others, cultivate that shit in yourself. I would tell mm-hmm. my younger self that, man. You know, and then lastly, probably just gratitude, bro. Just gratitude, man. I, I like I told folks on the roast and shout out to everybody that came to the, the uh, 40th Cavs 40th toast and roast, man. And boy, did they roast my ass. Everybody that said they wanted to toast me, brother Jay, they still gave me like a side eye slide bar, slide bar roasted, man. I got a lot. I got a. I got. A, I got a bone to pick with a lot of folks. Cause it's like, yo, don't, don't, don't set me up for the okie doke, man. You should. If you say you was gonna roast me, just, just, just say what you say. What you feel. <laughs> say yeah. what you feel. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give me an old by the way roast. Don't no, this shit was like that. Shit was like the haters ball on the Chappelle show, man. <laughs> like everybody starts something with nice, and then that shit just went all the way left. And they started slapping my ass around. <laughs> you know, but for real, man, I mean, all in all, I'm like, I, I could appreciate the roast, but you know, I don't take myself too seriously, man, because I think the minute you can't, you, you take, you start taking yourself too seriously, you, uh, you, 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 you kind of close yourself up to receiving constructive criticism and positive feedback because you think you know everything. Mm. And I, th- I see a lot of colleagues and, and people around my age demographic now, especially as it relates to like how we interact with the young, the younger folks. Like, yo, man, you acting like you know everything, but that's not how you acted when you were their age. <laughs> you know, so you you gotta you gotta be able to you know not take yourself too seriously because I think that's the, the opportunity that you can leverage to build across generations and across race. And across different ethnicities and and socioeconomic statuses, and I think that's what that's what I'm the, the the lane that I'm comfortable in, man. And my younger self, it's like, damn, yo, I had to live forty years to just say, you know what, 
my skill that's my skill set that's what i'm dope at and all, all all that mean that's meaningful to me in my life like that's the type of shit i want to invest in so you know when you hit 40 man that shit is like a a, a big ass aha moment brother jay <laughs> That shit is like a, a, a aha moment on steroids and shit. And it's like, oh, yeah. And like, even with my son, like, yo, I'm, I'm supposed to tell you no. Mm. <laughs> I don't give a damn if you catch an attitude. I'm your father. I'm not your friend. That part. And be and to be okay with it. Like, that, yo, that's what it is. <laughs> like, that's what it is, man. And But to also be able to have like those same conversations with adults, man. And tell people no and set up boundaries. Like, like when you 40, you see, you see all the plays coming, brother Jay. And you see, and, you, and the people who have tried to run the same play on you in the past, like you see it coming and you can call audibles and you know how to sidestep it. And I think really that's the dopest, that's the dopest part about being 40, man. Like that shit was ill. Like I was, I made a playlist. I made a 40 for 40 playlist, brother Jay. And I had 40 songs. Well, it was, actually it was 42 songs because I, I doubled up for a couple of years. But I had 40 songs that were like the soundtrack of my life. And it was like different moments in my life. And I can remember certain songs or record covers and stuff like that. And it was therapeutic for me, man. It was therapeutic because I started out the playlist with uh, this, this Place Hotel by the Jacksons. You know, Heartbreak Hotel by the Jacksons. Because it came out in 80. It was a dope song. But Michael Jackson didn't touch the rest of the playlist. But he was kind of weave, weave through it. And different songs that I, I picked, they were like different eras. So I picked uh, like Never Too Much, Luther Vandross. That was like mm -hmm. 81. Mm -hmm. But I remember the album cover. Like he was, he had a leather jacket on. And different pieces of the music like weave together my life, man. I'm like, damn, if I wasn't 40, I wouldn't be able to see like how all of these songs kind of just uh, shape my thought process and shape how I think and how I feel or the vibes that I want to create for others, man. I'm telling you, it's some dope, it's some dope shit, bro. I didn't think I was gonna make it, but I'm here now, man. I'm here now. And but, but shout out to you too, brother Jay, because your ass was the MC. The DJ, yo, you put together the flyers, man. You was the street team, and we had, <laughs> we had people on the on the roast call, man, for like five hours, man. I was getting I was getting hit up all all throughout the weekend, man. All in the middle of COVID. Listen, shit was we, dope. We sent we we rang the alarm. It's time to celebrate. You know, one of our, our kings on this earth is turning forty, and I think 2020 has um, has intensified my desire to celebrate. You know, I I was when we worked together, I celebrated random shit. Like, hey, yeah, we ain't losing no students this week. Let's go get drunks. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, everybody, everyone in my group passed a test. Let's go to happy hour, right? We were we we celebrate the smaller things, but now even with 2020, I think it's it's vital that we find ways to let gratitude flow from us, through us, and to us. It, it's like it it shifts our perspectives for a lot of things, right? I was watching a TV show and um 
it showed a scene where a nurse was holding up an iPad. And there was a woman on the iPad that was FaceTiming her husband who was on the ventilator and was about to transition. And I was just thinking in that moment, yeah, this was for TV, but there was probably a lot of nurses that did something like this. And it put a whole lot into perspective. I was on my bike while I was watching the show and it, it put a lot into perspective and you know, this is the season of gratitude. We are entering Thanksgiving. It looks different, but right, we're here to see that it looks different. And so I can look, you know, my train analogy, I can look out the window when we're going around the mountain at the bleak mountain, or I can turn my head and I can look across the water and see the sun reflecting off of it, right? It's all in what I'm choosing to look at. Yes, we're all in this pandemic. Um, but you you have the power to decide. And, you know, once you make that decision, you cut off any other options, celebrate. And so that's why that's why that was important, right? It was your 40th. Even if we was just going to get people on the phone or on the Zoom for 15 minutes and we all took a shot, whatever, whatever we needed to do to, to, to celebrate that moment, right? We was going to do it. And so uh, my brother, you know, I got you, bro. Hey, man, that shit was dope, man. That shit was dope, man. I felt like... I felt like Sammy Davis Jr. getting celebrated at the, the Riviera, the Riviera Hotel and Casino, man, in a smoky room. And, and everybody just had some real slick shit to say, man. Everybody had some slick shit to say, man. It was it was it, it was it, it was dope though. It was dope. It was it was dope, man. I just I, I don't know, man. I just appreciate the fact that oh, when people give a damn about you, brother Jay. Like, think about that, man. In life, that's not a requirement. That's not a prerequisite that people really care about you. Thanks. You know, and when people do, man, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. But it also just made me feel like, man, yo, my hope is I poured something into others. Because mm-hmm. they, a lot of people have poured into me. And, I, and I, that's, that's, that's awesome. And, I, I, you know, I, the fact that I have the ability to have that level of perspective at 40, man. And it's just the beginning. And you know, my, my my goal is that 2021, you know, we I, I get we get this 2020 stank off of us. <laughs> and 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 every 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 opportunity, every moment to showcase love and gratitude in 2021, man, that I could just be in a place to do it at my at my best, my very best. Yeah, I think I, I, I think this is a good cool down. Right, this 2020 has been an intense workout, uh, a high intensity. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. And I think this is this is a now this is a cool down. But I, I, you know, daylight savings time that the whole time change. This is typically where depression sets in with people. The seasons are changing. The weather is getting colder. The nights are longer. And so there's a whole lot of things that could have. Um, you know, negative impact on our well-being. And so um, it's just important that we we seek the sunshine in every, every, everything that occurs, right? We find that glimmer of hope or light in all the situation because it's, it's all in the matter of what you look to. And I think, I think 2020 has, if nothing else, 2020 has definitely provided 2020 vision for most of us. Um, 
going down to even, you know, just I, I, I laugh when Keelan, when, when we ask, you know, how he's doing, he goes, I'm better than I deserve. And, you know, that that resonates with me because it's like, yo, if, if I got everything that I was supposed to get, like, where would I be at this moment? Bruh, I made it to 40 years old, man. So I, I'm a true walking testament to that, boy. I'm a true walking testament, man. So I, I, I agree wholeheartedly and second everything that you said, man, because, um, you know, that this is the essence of life, man. Life ain't going to always be peaches and cream and rainbows. And you're going to have a lot of rain and a lot of pain. And I'm telling you, man, like, yo, if we if we can live our life like an NBA Hall of Famer, man, if we can shoot 50% from the field in life, we in the Hall of Fame, man. And we put, I think a lot of times we put an unnecessary pressure on us that, oh, you need to shoot 70% from the field. Well, you know, that's like Wilt Chamberlain numbers. Only one man has ever done it. <laughs> His name was Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's it. And so I, I, I look at it, I look at it from that standpoint that, yo, man, we just live every day the best we can. And um, we hope that we, we learn from it. Mm. We learn from it. We learn from successes. We learn from bumps and bruises. And, and that's what I, I hope for, for myself and for you and everybody that came out and supported, man. So, you know, yo, my, my goal is to get 40 more, man. If I get 40 more, then I, hey, I, I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning, man. I don't want to be extra old. Like, I don't want, I never was the one, Brother Jay, that wanted to be like 100, 105, 110 years old, man. But if I get, if, if I could get a good solid 40 more where I'm like a, a, a contributor to society, you know what I'm saying? And my son is old enough and he get to a point where if something ever happened to me, like he, he don't got to ship me off to a nursing home. Mm. Like, you know, like that's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal, man. Straight up. Straight up. But uh yeah, appreciate the birthday wishes. Yo, shout out to all the Scorpios out there, man. It is Scorpio season. And uh hey, if if you don't have a Scorpio in your inner circle, you need to get one. Cause you got you got personal protection and security, and you got somebody that's extra loyal and they ain't gonna take no shit. <laughs> So happy birthday to all the Scorpios. Happy 245th uh, birthday to the United States Marine Corps that mm-hmm. shares November 10th with me. Um, happy Veterans Day to everybody. And man, God bless America and all the 150 million people, 60 million people that came out and voted, voted in the election. And for the extra 5 million people that actually voted the right way. And that's it. That's all I got, Brother Jay. <laughs> Well, listen, man, it's been another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. And until next time, wear a mask, wipe your ass, and be light. Be light.